Hallo, herzlich willkommen zur Solaris Empire Lounge mit Kitty Solaris, Labelchefin von Solaris Empire und Veranstalterin der Konzertreihe Lofi Lounge, jeden ersten und dritten Mittwoch im Schokoladen in Berlin Mitte und mir als Moderatorin Susanne. Hallo Kitty. Hallo Susanne. Na? Na, wie geht's? Toll. Ja, freut mich hier zu sein, wie immer. Mhm. Und was passiert denn im Monat Februar so in der Lofa Lounge? Im Monat Februar spielen am 4.2. Johanna Amelie, Kanzler und Jay Moon. Die waren ja auch schon mal hier zu Gast. Jay Moon, mhm. du erinnerst dich? Ich erinnere mich ganz deutlich. Mhm. Dann äh, am 19.2. spielt die Christiane Rösinger. Die macht eine äh, Mischung aus Lesung aus ihrem Buch. Liebe ist, Liebe ist häufig oder meistens überbewertet. Und äh, Live-Musik mit Claudia Firke. Mhm. Und dazu spielen noch Sonja Prex, die macht ähm, italienischen Bossa Nova und der Londoner Singer-Songwriter Red Verse Bailey. Mhm. Und heute in der Solaris Empire Lounge haben wir mehrere Gäste, drei mhm. an der Zahl. Also eigentlich sind es noch mehr, aber drei Bands. Und zwar Steve und Matt von Milwaukee. Dann ist noch Nathan Vanderpool von Queen Sacrifice hier und außerdem noch Troy Mighty von Dead Western. Aber zunächst begrüßen wir unsere Gäste Steve und Matt von Milwaukee. Hello, hello. Hey guys, I'm Matt from Milwaukee. I'm Steve from Milwaukee. Yeah, nice that you came. Yeah, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. And you have a new CD, is that right? Yeah, we sure do. Um, well, it's not actually a CD. We didn't. We only uh, produced it on vinyl. But mm -hmm. yeah, we have a new album. Mm -hmm. And you produced it on your own. So how did that work? Um, well, we've recorded ourselves for quite a while. Um, we used to pay for studios when we were a bit younger. And then we ran out of money. And then uh, gradually we built up our own equipment. And I got better at recording. And then eventually we were doing demos for albums until they got to the point where we thought these demos sound good enough to be the album. Mm -hmm. So we said, hey, let's record the album ourselves. So that's what we did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you found a label for this? And uh, Not really, so to speak. We just uh, recorded ourselves and then released it ourselves. We didn't really make a label or mm -hmm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we, yeah, we did some PR stuff and, and we worked with a company called Snow White to do PR. Mm -hmm. And they also reached out to like radio and some press, helped us with that. But uh, no like official label contract or anything it's just kind of fun to do it in our own i guess yeah i mean i i guess technically we like the label was ourselves because we 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 were the label yeah we we fund it with our own money mm -hmm. and then we sourced pr and stuff like that and we made the videos ourselves so i guess in a sense we made a label but I mean, we're we the only have, ones on it yeah we could have <laughs> called it something i guess if we'd if we'd wanted to but the inspiration wasn't really there to do that so we just thought yeah let's crack on with it and get it all done Really? Uh huh. Uh huh. The yeah. main idea was just we wanted to do everything ourselves. It's a total DIY job, really. Okay. The so only thing we needed help with was people getting the word out. So that's why we went to the PR for people to, yeah, get us on the radio and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is hard to do by yourself. Yeah. And is it your plan to one day find a big label? Um, that's like a tough question. <clears throat> I mean, it it would obviously be really beneficial in some respects to to be signed to a big label. Um, I almost have no opinion on it. I think it'd be really great if it could allow us to feasibly make a career at music, two or more, 
get some more money for music. But I don't. It sounds really cliched to say we don't really think about it, but we don't really because there's absolutely no way of telling what's going to happen. Hmm. Yeah, I think like we don't have this idea in our head that we want to be big superstars and that we want tons of money and just like that's not something we think about. So the thing, the kind of things we aspire to are like you know the bands that we think are amazing are these bands that are touring around almost supporting themselves. They can maybe afford to live in a nice enough house or whatever. But they still maybe even drive a van or anything like this. And that's like that's fine. We're totally cool with that. If we can support ourselves driving around, playing shows and having enough people to come, even a few hundred a night or whatever. That's like that's like our main goal. We just wanna yeah. be able to sustain some sort of lifestyle by just making the music. That yeah. would be awesome. And I think I think like in order to sign to a big label, it would have to that option would have to prove itself to be like by far the most like a superior alternative to doing it yourself like if we were becoming busy and recording a lot of albums and producing albums then it would have to be obvious that signing to the label would be like the beneficial step forward mm-hmm. we wouldn't just do it for the sake of it yeah because a label sounded cool or anything it'd have we, to be definitely yeah. the right thing to do okay it's probably not going to happen because we would need to have some sort of really unrealistic deal where basically i say i'm not willing to compromise anything <laughs> and huh. they would be like uh well you know this song's not working or you're going to have to work with this producer and all that kind of stuff, which is just something we don't want to do. Mm. That would never float with us. It would just, it would be so chaotic. Like we would just become depressed if we had to make weird choices Hmm. and stylize ourselves like differently. It would never work out with us. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think uh, that, you know, if we ever managed to find some really awesome indie label that were interested in us and that we're kind of happy to let us do our own thing, if they thought there was something like good about us, then, that would be like the ideal situation, I guess. But mm-hmm. until then, we're totally happy enough just to crack away ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you both, Steve and Matt, you are not the only members of your band Milwaukee. You found some other members as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, still in, in the process of writing, it's like very much us two. And um, I mean, I'll work away at the songs myself and then Steve and I will flesh them out. And that's kind of the way it goes for most of the recording process. Definitely how it went for our newest album adjustments. Um, I can imagine it going similar way for the next one, but we have on board um a really cool new drummer from Dortmund, uh Benedict Vals, and he's the best drummer we've had as a band in our whole time of playing bands. So mm-hmm. that is like yeah. really exciting for us at the moment. He's absolutely awesome, and uh, yeah, he um and he looks like uh, he looks like young Jack Nicholson, which is pretty cool. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It's my bit, favorite thing about him. So a bit scary or what? <laughs> no, no, not scary. Really, like the, the, yeah, really the, good, the good looking period of yeah, 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 okay. before he went <laughs> yeah, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we also lucky enough to have our friend from Scotland who also moved across here and uh, joined our band. Uh, so that's really cool to have like such a close friend in that as well. Yeah, I think when it comes to when it comes to the recording and who's going to be involved, it's difficult because when we all find the time to meet up and play the four of us, it's kind of rehearsing for shows and maybe maybe working on some new material but it's it takes so much time and and work to create new songs that matt and i are like we kind of always have free time at the same time so we can really focus on that together Mm -hmm. but when we eventually get the four of us together it's going to be to focus on becoming a good band for shows um but we might change things for the next record and do more of it together in a room or something like that 
But I mean, I guess we, we should mention meet. for people who don't know that Steve and I are brothers. So that's why we're very, very close. Ah, and this is why your voice is so similar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, we spend a lot of time together naturally anyway. And uh, it, the process of songwriting comes very like easily between us. It, it has I done for like, the, it's been like that for 10 years. Like Matt yeah. and I started playing together 10 years ago and every single band has been like the two of us with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just, it's pretty much the only way we know how to do it. And that's how we feel comfortable. So it's just going to continue like that kind of, but I'm sure, um, that we're going to incorporate more of a, a full, like live band recording kind of process at some point. Yeah. I think that was the thing with this album adjustments. And it was like the first time we were really honest, not only it sounds cheesy, but like to us, but also to uh, the public that, before we really wanted to establish this feeling of like we are a band you know like oh we're like a bunch of guys hanging out and creating this music together and it never worked like that that was never really what was happening mm-hmm. uh what was happening is that it was me and steve and so this time that's why they, the album cover is just a big photo of steve and i <laughs> and it's really us just saying like like we're finally that this is what we're doing it is just like us two yeah we have like two other really cool guys helping us but that came after the record. Yeah, Milwaukee yeah. essentially is Steve and I. That's what we wanted to show. We just wanted people to know like that kind of symbolizes now that Justman's was really about doing what we're doing and thinking that that's like what we should be doing and it's natural to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and if anyone's wondering, uh, on the photo for the album, Matt and I are completely sober in that photo. <laughs> like everybody oh. asks me if we were like really like <laughs> we stoned away. or something. I don't know if I can even say that in radio, but people are always like, oh, you guys are pretty messed up there. Really? I've like, never heard that. I've heard it from like, maybe it's just, maybe it's just my work friends. I don't know, but we're, we were totally, totally sober, just having a good time. <laughs> we look pretty goofy, I guess. We look really uh-huh. goofy. We are goofy, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And only one week ago, on the 23rd of January, your new single was released. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Film on Hold. Yeah, that's one of my favorite tracks from the album. I think the, the different thing with this single this time was that, um, uh, sometimes we feel like singles should be, uh, you know, like, I guess classically they are the, the poppiest tracks on the album. But yeah, Film and Hold is actually just one of my favorite ones. So this time I said, I don't care if it's not the poppiest track, but that's the one I want people to hear. So since we don't have a label and we call the shots and we can just say that's what we're doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's pretty handy. Yeah. And for me, it's one of the, it's definitely one of the defining tracks on the record. And it's one of the first songs that we, properly wrote for the record and i have like strong memories of just like sitting down and jamming it with matt and it's like very early stages and it was a song which we were like totally shoot on at the start as well mm-hmm. as soon as we heard it and played it together it was, yeah that's that's really cool like it feels supernatural and it just always had a really strong supernatural so supernatural i like these brothers from from the series supernatural huh? oh hell yeah Oh yeah! Oh god, that. I forgot about that. I watched a bit of that. I am quite a bit like that. Like, so, I, awesome. Like, we're not we're not quite as good looking as those guys. So. No, we're no, we're not. Our t- taste is, the tastes are so different. So Ben is, Ben is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we listen to your new single, Film on Hold. Yeah, awesome. Yeah.
Das war Film on Hold von Milwaukee und die beiden Brüder von Milwaukee, Steve und Matt, sind heute hier. You are coming originally from Scotland, but yes. now you live in Berlin. Yeah, that's right. Why? How? <laughs> um, well, we played, uh, well, yeah, we both lived in Scotland for all our lives mm -hmm. um, until a few years ago. And um, we just really wanted a change of, I think, everything. And um, we're thinking about different places to go. And uh, uh, the UK, just everywhere we thought of, just seemed really boring. So mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I actually knew absolutely nothing about Berlin at the time. But Steve had been on holiday and said that it was very awesome. So Yeah, it's a very nice place. It's yeah. Simply just a really... So one weekend was enough to tell us that we should come here. Oh. So we tried it and it was pretty weird for quite a few months. And I was going back a lot and then like thinking, I want to go back to Berlin. So I'd like, try and come back. And it was very intimidating, obviously, because, you know, I was a bit of a... You were quite young at the time. Yeah. and I, I, How young? I mean, I well, don't know how old you are now, but... Uh, well, I, mean, I, was, I guess I was 22 at the time, which is... I mean, it was my first time moving away from my hometown. And it wasn't very good that I didn't speak German before moving there. That would have helped. Ah, you so speak German? We do we speak German. Oh, really? You have to speak Yeah. I off English. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh. I think, I mean, I speak German at work, but that's in a cafe, so... I'm not sure how fluently I could speak to you about If you'd like to order any coffee right now, feel free because we can totally reply. Huh. Yeah, if you want to know how these uh, coffee beans are roasted, I can tell you that in German if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that, that, um, back to the, back to the point. Uh, uh, yes, so that was like a, that didn't help, I guess. So I felt pretty weird for the first few months that I just felt like an alien, I guess. Um, but then we sorted our stuff out and now we're pretty, settled here and everything's good and i think we feel like we both fit in a lot more yeah and uh yeah yeah things just feel very relaxed when it comes to like the making music side of things in berlin we can sort of do things at our own pace kind of mm -hmm. and the gigs are a lot more fun than they were back home can you say what the difference is yeah i mean gigs gigs are just busier for a start the venues are cooler people are nicer and people that come to the gigs are um, more enthusiastic and they want, they actually want to see music. Like they come along yeah, and really get into it. It's weird. One thing we got that. used to in Berlin is playing shows and if people are there and it's busy on like the dance floor, so to speak, if, like, if they like it, they will just be there and if they don't, they'll simply just leave. And they'll show they like it as well. Yeah, and they'll like actually, dance. Like, and, but yeah. in Scotland, we just played a show back at home. It was good. Uh, at, well, at Christmas time and, uh, it was like really, really awesome to play one. But during it, I was thinking, oh shit. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, I was thinking, oh no, uh, these people actually really don't like it. And it's like oh. weird to be home and, uh, it's people in Aberdeen are just not enjoying this music. But then after the show, people came up saying, oh my God, that was awesome. So it's just a different way of them experiencing it, I think. And I think we got in a bit used to Berlin after playing here for a, a couple of years. And, um, Yes, yeah, so, I mean that was interesting. They still enjoyed it just as much, but they don't show it as much. I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it, does it sound like? I think it sounds like a bit of, a bit corny to say it, but I think you can connect with the audience more here. I just yeah, feel you like can connect quicker when you're playing when you're playing your music, you feel like people are just responding to it. Like if they like it, they can, they can also hate it. You know, it's happened. Like whatever. But when you're playing, like you really feel you can you can tell what people feel if they like it, they make it super clear. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just like makes it a lot more fun for us in the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where in Berlin have you played so far? So we played a few times at Monarch, also Anti Oxend, Schokoladen. I think we played one time in Dazzle Club, and that was yeah, really, and some, really and bad. some like some private parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's been yeah, like the guys at Monarch have been super good to us, and um, like it's always good fun to play there. And yeah, they seem to be quite open just to. Like let's put on shows and stuff. That's that's nice. And in uh, in Antia it's really good. And we played for for Barry Cliff from Spati like once now. And the next one's coming. No, it's we've just done that. Um, and in Chocolate and for Kitty, that was also cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and we're like we're talking to her about one like another gig for the spring, which should be quite good. We still really want to play by Ruth. So. If anyone from Beirut's listening right now, then you can uh, yeah, you get in touch and give us a gig because that totally, like totally cool answer venue. my messages to you. Yeah. <laughs> Send you like about fifteen messages. <laughs> I'm <getting> really pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think uh, Shockland is actually a really awesome venue, and I hadn't, I had it took me ages to go there for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's just because maybe the location. I thought maybe this is just past its time, you know, and that it, it's not cool anymore or something. No, but uh, well, they're uh, always... It's, n- it's not. Yeah, it's just, just it's yeah. totally awesome. And uh, it's, yeah. it, it's really weird, though. It's like you don't feel like you've just walked off, like, you know, like Torstas or something. It, it's amazing. It, it's yeah, really, like, it's really amazing. awesome, like, vibe there. And I think I think for me, like, the, the delay in me getting to Schokoladen was just that I think... In, so, so I feel like I need to do things just at the right times in Berlin. It's whenever <laughs> I feel like it's just... Yeah, this is the moment to go there. Like, suddenly a gig came up, which like interested me that it just seemed that people were talking about it it's, ah, okay now it's just natural that i end up there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like there's so many places to go all the time that i don't know it's like it's super stressful to be consistently trying to think oh where's the best place to go this week where yeah. you just it just worked out like that and it was awesome like it's, it's like a, a really cool it's place. like a slightly less gritty antiochison yeah it's got like it share some similar vibes i think but you can like you can totally feel it's it's music history there which is ace like yeah, you just know cool. like so many bands that we like have played there like massive like bands that were doing huge tours in other cities were playing big venues they play in a tiny place like Chocolat which is amazing mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's absolutely fantastic and I wish I'd actually caught those shows but yeah whatever <laughs> catch the next one hopefully yeah. yeah, but it's just an amazing place and you can really feel a good vibe there and when people want to find out where you perform next where can they look it up yeah I mean we have a, a really like basic website which is milwaukee.blogspot.com which is um on there you'll just find whatever is the newest music video you'll see a list of the dates mm-hmm. and uh, links where to buy the album it's as simple as that um if you want to yeah keep in touch with like, more specific things what we're up to maybe on the day or whatever like then just go on our facebook page and there you'll see some photos of i don't know instagram and all that kind of stuff uh-huh. for, uh, <laughs> sweaty kicking. photos yeah sweaty photos us, yeah. Uh, in our daily life sweating <laughs> the daily grind <laughs> There's also another single from your new record, Adjustments, that you published mm-hmm. a bit before, Film on Hold, Black Alexander. Yeah, that was our previous single. Yep. That's the song you're going to hear next. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video for that was a funny story, actually, because uh, for that single, that um, we wanted to, I guess, because people just still don't really know very much about Milwaukee in terms of like our online presence and stuff and videos that... I guess maybe don't know too much about us. So we thought we're going to make a music video where maybe they'll see where we live and stuff like that. Or, you know, at least people can see us in 
Berlin, I guess, people there in Scotland and stuff that might still like us. So uh, we got our friend to film it all. And that day was like one of the hottest days in the summer. And we were carrying around our uh, guitar cases, really trying to look cool in front of the camera, but yeah. actually just feeling ridiculously sweaty and like uh-huh. very yeah. not cool. Yeah. And uh, we were like, like yeah, there's lugging one, our guitars around. There's one around. scene in particular we can, I think, we're walking past the camera. If you look closely, you can see like how much sweat on our face there were. <laughs> and also uh-huh. we both got our eyes closed like, wow, like totally blinded by the sun. <laughs> Still try to look really cool a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. I think maybe people think, oh yeah, they're going for that like a slightly uh, grumpy kind of cool look, you know? Like I'm but, just contemplating shit here. But no, we were actually just grumpy because we were way too hot. In the sun, <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was fun day. I still like we went, Yeah, we just the I think video. the whole thing took what like about like ten hours. We were just it was very quick. Yeah, we were just around in the ring band trying to find good locations and ended up doing some stuff in our little studio. Mm-hmm. It took it from there really. Yeah, yeah. So now we listen to your other single, Black Alexander. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was very nice to have you here. It's cool to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. A lot of success for you. Thank you. Till next time. Yeah, cool. awesome. Ciao, Matt and Steve von Milwaukee. War sehr schön, dass Sie da wart. Till next time. Yeah.
Das war Film on Hold von Milwaukee. Wir begrüßen heute im Studio unseren nächsten Gast, und zwar Nathan Vanderpool. Hallo, herzlich willkommen. Hallo. Hallo Nathan. Wie geht's dir? Ah, ganz gut. Ja, sehr schön. Und ähm, du hast ja schon in der Lo-Fi-Lounge letztens gespielt mit deinem neuen Projekt Queen Sacrifice. Mhm. Und ich fand es ganz grandios, weil du hast alleine Gitarre gespielt und du hattest drei Girls dabei, die Backing Vocals gesungen haben. Es hat sich wirklich wie so ein Choral angehört, wie so ein richtiger Choir. Ja, das sind sie teilweise, also so setzen sie sich ein für die Musik. Also ich fand es ganz fantastisch. Es war, es klang unheimlich fett, unheimlich voll. Die Leute waren total begeistert. Wie hast, erzähl doch mal, wie du diese Band gegründet hast oder wie kamst du auf die Idee, so eine Band mit Chor zu machen? Quasi eine Einmalband mit Chor. Ja, ich habe äh, Lieder geschrieben und ich dachte ursprünglich, dass ich ähm, nur für ein Lied vielleicht ein Chor zusammenstellen würde, dass ich, ähm, dass ich, dass dieses Lied ein Chor ganz gut passt. Aber dann ähm, habe ich die, habe ich drei Frauen zusammen äh, singen gehört auf meine Musik und dann war es so inspirierend, die, wie es klang. So, es war so, ich kann das weiter einsetzen und habe ich dann erweitert, bis es auf viele, viele Lieder jetzt äh, das Chor gibt. Und ähm, ja, ich finde, das war kein Plan von Anfang an, aber das war etwas, was sich so organisch entwickelt hat. Und äh, wie hast du die Sängerin gefunden? Also für mich hört es sich fast so an, als sind das richtig ausgebildete Sängerin, Sängerinnen, aber du hast mir gesagt, dass die einfach nur in ihrer Freizeit singen. Ja, die sind alle auf diese Art so Amateur von der richtigen äh, Bedeutung, so Liebe, 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 machen aus der <lacht> Liebe. Und die... Äh, die sind alle aber professionelle Frauen, die andere tätig sind. Eine in der Theater, eine am Doktor, also ist Doktoranden, andere arbeitet bei einer äh, Firma, die äh, Kunst verkauft und ja, also machen das nur in der Freizeit. Also ich fand es ganz großartig und du hattest auch jetzt eine längere Pause gemacht. Du hast ja früher äh, unter dem Namen Nelson Vanderpool sehr oft äh, gespielt und warst lange auch unter dem Namen unterwegs. Und äh, du hast mir erzählt, du hast jetzt schon eine längere Pause gemacht, weil du deinen Doktor gemacht hast. Ja, genau, ja, habe ich äh, vor kurzem so, äh, eingereicht und jetzt wieder in der Musik eingestolpert. Mhm. Und äh, wie, wie, was war das nochmal genau, wo du äh, äh, das Thema deiner Doktorarbeit, das fand ich nämlich ganz interessant. Ach so, äh, es war über interreligiöse oder im Englischen Interfaith-Organisationen in den USA. <lacht> und da geht es darum, verschiedene ähm, Religionen sozusagen zusammenzubringen. Ja, also ich habe studiert, wie Organisationen das schaffen, Menschen unterschiedliche Weltanschauungen ähm, zusammenzubringen, die Differenzen zu überbrücken, während die behalten werden und nicht so zusammen äh, in einem Brei gemacht wird. Mhm. Aber das in der ja, Religionssoziologie an der FU. Und Aha. jetzt bin ich... Jetzt, äh, Jetzt bin ich wieder in der Musikszene, versuche ich zumindest zu sagen. Hört sich äh, sehr gut an. Ich meine, das könnte ja auch in Deutschland gebraucht werden, dass ja. man so verschiedene Religionen quasi zusammenbringt und dass jeder so seine Identity behält, aber dass die sich trotzdem gut verstehen. Auf jeden Fall. Also wir haben in Neukölln, falls jemand in Berlin das besuchen möchte, ein äh, interreligiöses Stammtisch begründet. Ach, ähm, -hmm. Das heißt, besser gemeinsam kann man 
einfach googeln und finden. Ja. Und du, 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 du nimmst da auch teil an diesem. Ja, ja, also ich bin der Atheistische in der Vorstand. <lacht> du bist der Atheistische Vorstand. Okay. Genau. Und wir haben christliche, muslimische. Also Aha. wir haben viele Menschen, die da kommen und finden, jeder ist willkommen. Das erste Montag im Monat in der Genezaretkirche an der, äh, in Herfurtplatz in Neukölln. Okay, das hört sich super an. <lacht> ähm, vielleicht hören wir ein bisschen Musik. Und äh, du wolltest jetzt einen Song live spielen für uns, damit wir mal hören, was das jetzt für Musik ist von Queen Sacrifice. Wie heißt der Song, Nathan? Uh, dieses Lied heißt Broken Heart Blues. Okay, dann hören wir jetzt uh, Broken Heart Blues von Queen Sacrifice. Got a broken heart, but it's not because of love who walked out on me. It's an overcame numb black hole dog ring is on silent and it's fast asleep. And the dance floor is beat 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 it. Everyone is falling in love. So I shake and smack it and double bitch slap it, but nothing seems to wake it up. I stumble through the bed. Ja, danke Nathan für den Song, auch Solo, ganz toll. <lacht> danke, bitte. Nathan, wir hatten gerade über den Namen Queen Sacrifice gesprochen. Vielleicht kannst du unseren Hörern und mir mal erklären, was das genau bedeutet, Queen Sacrifice. Also ähm, Queen Sacrifice ist eine, ein Zug im Schach und äh, ich spiele sehr gerne Schach. Äh, da ist der Zug, wenn du äh, deine Dame opferst, Uh, um Posiz bessere, bessere Positionen zu bekommen. Also uh, es ist eine 
äh, wie sagt man, Opfer von materiell für, für, für Macht in der Position. Also du opferst deine Dame, um eine bessere Position zu bekommen und dann letztendlich das Spiel zu gewinnen. Das ist die Hoffnung, ja. Okay, ob das klappt dann, ja. Ja. Und wir hatten ja auch schon kurz erwähnt, dass du diesen Gospelchor im äh, Hintergrund hast oder Vordergrund. Man schaut jedenfalls sehr hin. Die Frauen sind ganz toll, die Mädels. Ähm, vielleicht kannst du die mal ganz kurz vorstellen, bevor wir noch ein Stück ähm, mit, den, mit dem Chor hören. Ja, absolut. Also die sind äh, Katharina Metz, äh, singt Mezzo-Soprano und Sina Schmidt als Soprano. Und dann unsere Antonia Bechmann singt dann Alto ganz tief. Mhm. Und die hast du quasi auch nach den Stimmen gesucht und gefunden. Ja, die würden, die sind zusammengekommen, weil ich mit Katharina angefangen habe und dann sie mir weiterempfohlen hat, Menschen, den sie kennt, die ganz gut singen können und mhm. das stimmt auch. Also die harmonieren alle drei sehr gut. Wir hören mal ein Stückchen, das Stückchen heißt, kannst du kurz... Heißt uh, Salty Tune. Ich habe das mit uh, Einar Stenzing geschrieben. Oh, ja. gibt's den auch noch? Es gibt noch. Ja, wohnt er in, in, in Oslo. Ja, in ah, Oslo. Und ja. hast du ihn mal getroffen? Ja. Ja, äh, manchmal spielen wir immer wieder zusammen in Berlin, aber es ist nicht so oft zu sehen, weil er mhm. oft mit seiner Oslo S-Band jetzt spielt. Oslo S-Band? Ja, der spielt mit einem Punkband, aber wow. für denen, also Keyboards. Ach, unglaublich. Macht auch seine, macht auch seine eigene Sachen und ja. sind, sind auch wieder, äh, glaube ich, ein neuer Album bald zu erscheinen, mhm. aber ich bin mir nicht sicher wann. Interessant, also das wissen die Hörer wahrscheinlich nicht, weil Nathan Vanderpool war auf ähm, ein Sampler Berlin Songs drauf. Mhm. Da gab es auch einen, einen kleinen Film dazu. Da wurden einige Singer-Songwriter vorgestellt und ähm, die in Berlin gelebt haben oder leben. Und ich weiß nicht, war Nathan Vanderpool eigentlich auch dabei? oder war Ja, ich war dabei. Ja. Also äh, du, ach, du warst dabei, du warst dabei. <lacht> oder aber, einer aus Dancing also, war auch dabei. War der ja, der genau. war auch dabei, der wurde dann auch äh, porträtiert. Ja, absolut. Mhm, interessant. Also wie gesagt, es gab damals diesen Film, wann war das? 2008? Etwa. Ja? ja, ich glaube ja? schon, ja. Ja, ja. Und äh, dieser Film, ich glaube, den gibt es immer noch von Uli Schüppel, den gibt sogar im Videoverleih. Mhm. Den kann man sich da anschauen. Ja, und ja. Ähm, <lacht> Gut, bevor wir zu weit abdriften mit äh, Berlin Songs, ähm, haben wir jetzt einen Song noch mit äh, Band. I will lean over slowly And see if you lean back at me Untie the ribbons in your hair And pretend that I'm not here I won't spoil the By falling off the pier There's no place I'm going to Dawns on you now what I always knew Girl, there's years for me I will 
tie you to the mast And I'll sing a salty tune With every filthy phrase I find Will I know that you won't mind You see I've got a feeling I might conquer time I will reach my hands toward you I've tied you now so that you can't move If you be quiet I'll be good Deck is soaked in sperm and spew. I'm sorry for not being true. I will reach my hands towards you. I will reach my hands towards you. And I'll Kiss you till my lips are black and blue And I bid this sea of fond adieu Sehr schön, es klingt wunderbar. Wo kann man euch denn demnächst live sehen? Also am 10. Februar spielen wir im Verlängertes Wohnzimmer. Mhm. Das ist in Friedrichshain an der Frankfurter Allee. Mhm. Und äh, wann geht es los? Um 20 Uhr wahrscheinlich. Ich glaube um 20 Uhr. Es heißt, es ist Teil eines Programms, es heißt The Mix, mhm. wenn man das googelt. Okay. Also unsere für unsere Hörer nochmal am 10. Februar im Verläng verlängerten Wohnzimmer in Friedrichshain. Da kann man... Green Sacrifice in voller Besetzung live sehen und äh, die Musik gibt es wahrscheinlich im Internet. Ja, auf jeden Fall bei Soundcloud äh, slash Queen Sacrifice kann man finden oder ähm, auch, wenn wir haben Videos letzte Woche bei einem Konzert äh, aufgenommen im Culture, Culture Container und die mhm. werden bald online sein auch. Aber vor allem ähm, durch unsere Facebook-Page kann man uns finden. Mhm. Also Facebook äh, slash Queen Sacrifice. Genau. Mhm. Gut, dann äh, freuen wir uns sehr, dass du hier bist und äh, begrüßen gleich noch einen weiteren Gast und zwar Troy Mighty von Dead Western. Hallo. Welcome, Troy. Thanks. <lacht> Glad to be here. We are here now. A song of you and Nathan together. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan sings with me. Cool. So let's go.
hours are turning in to something of a ticking time bomb. But then the feelings of the world just fade away, and I am floating here full of love for you, my dearest friend. Crazy am I who can't get over Ja, vielen Dank für dieses Duett von euch beiden. Eure Stimmen klingen ja echt super zusammen. Also Troy mit seiner tiefen Stimme und du mit deiner höheren Stimme. Ah, danke, ja. Mhm. Ja, damit verabschieden wir uns jetzt auch von dir. Es war echt super, dass du unser Gast gewesen bist. Und viel Erfolg weiterhin. Danke, es war eine Freude dabei zu sein. Tschüssi. Ja, yeah, Troy, uh, we are very happy to ha have you here after you've uh, played in the Lofa Lounge at Chocolat. Yeah, yeah. It was a Very nice night. That was a good time. Yeah. And uh, so I also heard that you um, already released two records. Um, three formal three. LPs. Yeah, there was um, the last two were released by German labels, Discorporate mm -hmm. um, and Alton Village. Um, the one before that, the first one, one of the songs that I played today is um, from the first LP that's called Soften Your Screams Into Sings, and that was released um, by the KDVS label. KDVS is a college radio station at UC Davis in California, mm -hmm. near near where I come from. Um, they had that that radio station had a small label for a little while, and they released the first LP. Before that, there were many like CDRs that I made and released myself as well. I've been um, I've made a lot of songs over the years. 
How did you met your German label? Oh, through coincidence, essentially. There was um, the only other band in the States that was um, um, part of Discorporate was a, band, was a band called Capillary Action from Philadelphia that doesn't quite exist anymore. Um, and through and cap, through um, the fellow who does Capillary Action, I was introduced to Discorporate there in Dresden. Fine, fine people in Dresden. Mm -hmm. So the label is in Dresden and yeah. they released two albums yeah, of yours? Yeah, yeah. And so I've toured through Germany and through Europe a lot, kind of under the Discorporate mm -hmm. um, banner. And Discorporate is on hiatus, unfortunately, right now. Uh, but we're still very close. Mm -hmm. So I just read in the internet that the that the label is doing a kind of pause or is not that active anymore yeah yeah that's yeah that's true they um for about the last year or so now or it was actually announced i think about a year ago now um and it's it's to be determined i think what the future of discorporate looks like mm -hmm. but um but the bands are still very active and um a couple of them will be playing it Schokoladen on Thursday, actually. What's the name? Tarantatic and Osus Cruel are both um, bands from the Discorporate label, and I they've been touring together, and they'll grace the stage of Schokoladen. Cool. Some, some wild, fun, loud music. <laughs> and I've also heard that um, <clears throat> that uh, I saw on the internet that um, uh, Buke and Gas yeah, on yeah. the label, too. Yeah, I saw yeah. them at Schokoladen. They're oh, fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, I haven't... Um, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing them live, but I love their album that uh, that Discorporate released. Yeah, it's they work with self self built instruments. It's yeah, very fantastic. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I really like their music. Mm -hmm. And now, Troy, you are going to play another song live. I mean, live here in the studio. Yeah, uh, it's called "Michael Made of Millions." This is the song I referred to um, from the first record, so it's an old one. Mm -hmm. And what is it about? Do you want to talk about it? Um, yeah, good, good old friend Michael Juice, uh, from Sacramento, where I'm from. He, uh, he was an incredible drummer and an incredible inspiration, um, through my young life. I was in Spain, um, nine years ago, um, when I learned that he'd been hit by a car and passed away and wrote this song quicker than I've ever written any song in my life. Um, and I've been playing it for him since then. Hey, won't you stay around a little while? I'm only here forever. I can hear you say it's only for today. You walked around with your heart greeting everyone it's only for today but i'll be here forever anyway stay with your friends counting every day As though it was the last day of your life 
to mean you can't be young and free, liberated from the lies fed from infancy. Oh, you nourished me with lessons like these. Oh, I can't believe you're gone. I hope you found your favorite drum kit floating through the sky. I'll listen for your song. made of millions missing you tonight we'll take tornado touring when we Awesome, awesome. <laughs> what else are you doing? Is there something else you are doing besides the music? Um, besides Dead Western, I'm actually writing new music also for a new band that's totally different than Dead Western, aside from me singing, I guess. But much, Who is singing? Uh, well, no, I mean, aside, like I'm singing, but aside from me singing, it's different music. It's oh. much more upbeat, much more like poppy kind of rock and roll music. Um, so I've been working on that since I've been been in Berlin. I've just been in Berlin for six months now. Oh. Um, moved here from California last summer. It's um, a big difference. Yeah, it is a huge difference. Not so sunny here. <laughs> no, no. The weather is awful, huh? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, it's nice in its own way. So far, so good. Um, it's January now, or it has <laughs> been January, and I'm still, still doing fine. Um, And yeah, I just found some work in Berlin um, as a baker, which I've done for so many years. Um, like 15 years ago was the first baking job that I had. And I can't get out of it, but it suits me well. Mm -hmm. I just and you bake a lot of bread and cakes and yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this place especially, it's some really awesome stuff, um, mm -hmm. some vegan stuff Maybe you as have well. the people... You have to tell the people, then they can go and mm -hmm. buy. Yeah, this your place is called Coffee stuff? Bar. It's on Grafenstrassen in Kreuzberg. Mm -hmm. If you're ever there, um, around there, you can um, taste these delicacies. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Next time I will. Yeah. yeah, but it suits me well. I just listen to music and hang out by myself and make these things. Um, and yeah, like you know, playing guitar or baking. Uh, things or um drawing painting is something i've done for a long time also uh it all kind of falls in the same category in the end i guess mm -hmm. so you you can you can imagine that you are in the bakery baking some bread or some 
fantastic cake and then you have a little stop, drink a coffee, take your guitar uh -huh. and start making music uh -huh. Uh -huh. in between. Uh -huh. And then turn around and um, stare at this drawing that I'm working on meticulously or something. Do, yeah. do you know the song Baker Man is Baking Bread? Have you ever covered it? No, no. Are you talking about a children's song? No, no. Baker Man. Okay. Oh, I don't know it. Oh, I don't know it. No, no, no. What a shame. Glory. We don't have it here at the moment. It's a cool song. Okay. It just has this line: "Baker Man is baking bread." That's all. That's the only word in the song. It was a hit. It was a hit. It was a super hit, really. Super hit. Maybe my songs have way too many words. I should put only two lines in yeah. my songs <laughs> for the next project then yeah maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> no the next that's that's another similarity is these songs i'm writing the new songs are, are also packed full of words uh -huh. what kind of words um, are you using um it's like it's like smoother music it's like uh making people dance music mm -hmm. um so so uh it's more fictitious also it's more like me writing fiction and um and get hopefully getting people to dance uh which is not dead western at all <laughs> so then uh, i guess we will listen to another song yeah yeah oh yeah um this is a song that i recorded in los angeles uh almost two years ago now um with a fellow gabe noel that lives there he He did all the strings with Father John Misty and, and all he's, he's got his hands in all kinds of great, great projects. And I was um, fortunate to meet him in his house and have him play. He plays the upright bass that we hear on this song and recorded this. It's a um, this is a, a much newer song that's not on anything else, but it was released recently on a um, compilation on Northern Spy Records, a compilation that was curated by the band O-Death um, from New York. And so Northern Spies released this compilation on cassette and digital download. You can find that online. Um, and otherwise, exclusively, you can hear it now. One, two, three, four. Call to action 
misunderstandings only lead to Thanks for being here. Totally. It was so great. So fantastic yeah. that you made it. Thanks. So you go to work now and to bake all yeah. night long <laughs> yeah. and make new songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, um, in the meantime, you can see Dead Western live. Uh, in February on the 13th, I'm in Erfurt. And on the 21st, I'll play at West Germany in Berlin with a great thing called The Paperhead. Um, and then in March... Uh, there'll be a tour of Germany and Eastern Europe. You can uh, see those dates on Bandcamp, deadwestern.bandcamp.com. Thanks so much, Troy. Great. Thanks, mm -hmm. sir. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Looking forward to see you again. Tschüss. Tschüss. <laughs> Tschüss. Hey, Kitty, und jetzt, wo wir hier wieder alleine sind, muss ich auch mal sagen, du bist ja gerade zurück von der Tour. Das hast du ja noch gar nicht erwähnt bisher in der Sendung. <lacht> und ich war ja auch auf deinem Record-Release von deiner neuen Single, Silent Disco. Und das Record-Release-Konzert war echt super. Also die Leute, 
sind ja beinahe ausgeflippt. Das war der Hammer, ne? <lacht> ja. Und die Tour war auch super, nehme ich an. Ja, war super, war schon anstrengend. Ich bin jetzt auch ganz schön erledigt, muss ich sagen. Brauche jetzt erstmal eine Woche Urlaub. Ja, es war super. Mhm. Ja, und dann lass uns doch gleich mal in deine neue Single reinhören mhm. und sie den Leuten nicht vorenthalten. Okay, Silent Disco. Silent Disco, die neue, tolle Single von Kitty Solaris. Und Kitty, jetzt wo du von der Tour zurück bist, kann man dich dann noch irgendwo live sehen oder bist du jetzt so erschöpft, dass man, dass du jetzt erstmal abtauchst? Wir spielen am 6.2. nochmal in der Flittchenbar im Südblock mit den Jolly Goods zusammen. Mhm. Ach toll, die Flittchenbar. Ja, ist immer eine, eine Reise wert mhm. nach Kreuzberg. 
Und äh, ich wollte auch nochmal die nächsten Lo-Fi-Dates ansagen, bevor wir hier dicht machen. Und zwar am 4.2. das spielt Johanna Amelie mit äh, Kanzler, eine isländische Band und Jay Moon, von der wir gleich nochmal einen Single-Remix hören werden. Am 19.2. spielt dann die Christiane Rösinger von der Flittchenbar mit äh, Sonja Prex und Redverse Bailey, einem tollen Songwriter aus London. Ja, damit danke sehr an alle Zuhörer, dass ihr eingeschaltet habt. Wir haben uns sehr gefreut und jetzt gibt's den Song. Ich versuche mal, ob ich das jetzt auf Anhieb oh. hinkriege. Den Remix des Songs von J Moon. When I hear you talk, you make me wanna move to the jungle. War das jetzt so richtig? Ich glaube schon. Wow. Ich kann mir das auch nicht merken. Okay, okay. Na, J Moon. <lacht> 